Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Hey, listeners, Kevin and I need your help. Yes, we need your help. Please, please, please. We need your stars. We need your reviews, you guys, on iTunes so we can start to climb those iTunes rating charts. It's simple. Open iTunes, click on the iTunes store, search for Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. Then click on Ratings and Reviews. Under the Customer Reviews, click Write a Review. Then let us know what you think from one to five stars. If you need some help, think of one star being Carol Channing and Paul Lynn in the road company of the last five years, and five stars being free front row tickets to Hamilton. (laughs) Although, when you think about it, I actually would give five stars to the road company of Carol Channing and Paul Lynn in the last five years, because I think that would be Uh, awesome. I would love to hear, can I hear moving too fast as Paul? (laughs) (laughs) That's the the one I really want. Jesus shakes the goddess. (laughs) And through Erica Schwartz and Danica Weiss. And the Handelman twins. <laughs> so there you go. You can also leave a comment if you like. That's it. That's your reviews. It. Send us Thank your reviews, you. friends. Thank you. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I'm Kevin David Thomas. And this is Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, at Broadway Curtain. And make sure to join our Facebook page, at Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. Why you follow us on Instagram at Broadway Curtain Podcast. Plus, you can listen to our podcasts on Broadway World. We are very excited because we have a special guest with us today, one of our favorite people, who has an amazing podcast, an absolutely amazing, brilliant podcast that you should be listening to, called Broadway Stories, available on iTunes, and its host is Todd Buonapane. Todd, how are you today? Hi, we're newly on Stitcher as well. Oh, oh, oh. Very exciting. I like that. (laughs) For those of us who don't know what Broadway Stories is, what is Broadway Stories? Uh, it is a live storytelling night. We record it. Right now we record at 54 Below once a month. I have five to six storytellers, Broadway fancies as I call them. Mm-hmm. And I believe in the art of storytelling. And they all tell, tell a 10 to 15 minute story in front of a live audience. And that is recorded live. And I'll split each night up into two episodes. Can you mm-hmm. tell us some of the people who have been featured at Broadway Stories? Oh, yeah. Um, we've had Celia Keenan-Bolger that told a beautiful story. We had Katie Huffman that had everybody in tears. Oh, yes. I um, that one. Krista yeah. Rodriguez was hilarious. Uh, we have Julie Halston coming up, who is the funniest person in the world. Um, Jen Cody had one. Jen Cody. The one, the Susical one? The like, Susical one will blow your mind. But she says she has people coming up to her on the street all the time. Who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? Because she w- didn't reveal <laughs> Wait, some she names. Didn't, that's right. <laughs> Meanwhile, she totally said some other names. I know. <laughs> 
I, know, she, I don't really know why she's choosing Gosh, some and not Selective others. gossiping. It's really fun. a wonderful show. Yeah. It's really a Thanks. wonderful show. Yeah. And Thanks. So everyone, you should be subscribing to it. You should be it's listening fun. to it. And go see him live, too. Oh, my God. Go see him live. 54 Below... Right this now, September 10th, but this will probably come out after that. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. But you can always subscribe and listen. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you can hear this September 10th show. <laughs> Todd is with us today because we are going to do something we've not done on the podcast before and talk about the upcoming Broadway season. That, ooh. ooh. <laughs> it's very exciting. I literally, I have done, you guys, like, I'm going to push my glasses up on my nose because I have done hours of research for the first time since, like, college. Like, I was like, I showed you guys, we took a picture, but I did, like, a little map of all of the Broadway theaters, and I put what each show is in each you, theater. You'll see a picture of this, like, but it literally looks like a serial killer. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, this is evidence. This is evidence for later. <laughs> It's been fun. I've really enjoyed getting to know what's going on this season. And do you know why else we're all qualified to talk about these shows? Why? Because we weren't cast in any of them. (laughs) So that that helps. Actually, it's... I don't even think I got an audition. Well, I think it's time I should tell you guys I am the standby for Dolly. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, I'm very excited. (laughs) I'm going to put my hand in. That's how I got the job to begin with. Oh, this is explicit. It is a little explicit. (laughs) So let's start first with theater events. I'm always fascinated by the theater events because it always seems like they... If you got a free weekend free in the Lunt Fontaine, <laughs> go in there, Kristen Chenoweth. It's set. You're set. Come on over. Which if it's Donnie and Marie, I'm in favor. Are they coming? Donnie and Marie. Don- no, they were just playing Vegas, though. Donnie and Marie. I saw them in Vegas. Did you, oh, you like, that's you an big, event to really? see. You're a big Donnie and Marie fan. No, I got oh. free tickets. <laughs> um, but they give you exactly, I mean, this is not what we're here to talk about, but they give no. you exactly what you want. That's he fun. will sing this weird, dark version of Wild Horses. Oh. She lip syncs the Andrew Lloyd Webber Piezo from the back of the stage. And then she comes down a runway. <laughs> yeah. And kneels down and does the best in the world goes round I've ever seen. That literally had the audience on their feet, including really? me. Really? Like live? She wasn't lip syncing. Live. Right? It was so good. She is full on talented. Wow. He's kind of just handsome with yeah. medium talent. The best part of it. Is I think they hate each other, and so they're like they're like snarky repartee, or is that it? Yeah, yeah. Um, was really snarky, and you could like kind of <laughs> see behind their eyes, like I'm gonna kill you off stage, yeah. I'm gonna murder you. It was awesome. Wow, that that's what so cool. I want. Did they that. play the marquee a couple years ago? Didn't yeah, they? they did a Christmas show. Yeah, that's right. Bring them um, back. I have to say, unfortunately, that's not gonna happen. Okay, what do we have? They we- also did Love Letters, a very awkward <laughs> production of Love Letters. Shut up. Uh, oh yeah. At the, You're not at, kidding. at the New Haven Community Theater, no, it was an it. awkward production of, of Love Letters. Of I'm just telling you. I'm just. <laughs> are you lying? Of course totally I'm lying. lying. <laughs> so, oh so what have we found out about special events? We uh, got a lot of funny things going on this year. Yeah, what do we got? Uh, we got a little Louis Black, the comedian. It's got Black to the Future. <laughs> sure, that's, that's a what title. It's called. That's a title. Uh, you got some Frankie Valley coming to the old uh, oh. Great White Way. So if Is he you can't get tickets coming? to Jersey Boys, then you can go see Frank. <laughs> I think you can get tickets I to think Jersey we'll Boys. Be okay. <laughs> yeah, I, think she I love Jersey Boys, but yeah. I think you can get tickets. Uh, Alton, Alton Brown, the, the guy, the... Uh, Is he the guy from the Food Network? Yeah, he's got to host the Iron Chef. He's, he's on like a tour right now, and he's like, it's like a comedy food tour, I guess. I, and so he's, he's coming to, to just for like a, like a week in November, and he's got like, it's a stop on his tour, and he does like If you could see the look on Todd and I what is he going to do? What does he do for... Cook up fried eggs? Uh, it's called Alton is Brown, he doing his... Eat Your Science. So Eat it's, like, science. it's like a culinary show that... Um, I heard I he does know. a sushi and Sondheim tribute. <laughs> 
It's only Pacific overtures while he's making the rolls. It's I would see that. I, I, mean, I mean, if there's music. <laughs> front row for that every night. Oh gosh, the illusionists are coming back, and then uh, they oh, are. They yeah. are the illusionists um, who can make a whole audience disappear at the Neil Simon Theater every night. Uh, what are their names? You guys know. Oh, hello on Broadway, Nick Kroll. You know the oh, guy Nick from, Kroll and John uh, Mulaney. Yeah, which are supposed to be really now, great off they, Broadway. They play like these old guys. Like the, all I know is it seems that they have a choreographer now. From what, wait, what? I've heard. Ooh, I hear there's people doing some musical staging for it. I hear it's it looks really wacky, great. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. That's the kind of stuff I'm in favor of, where like it doesn't happen enough anymore, where something weird happens downtown and people love it, so put yeah. it on Broadway. Yeah, yeah. like a, it's like a kind of a variety type show, and it looks like it's going to be. When's the last funny. time we've had something like that? Was that like not some, like something played off off or like downtown, and then they're like, no, hey. something so wacky. Like would it be Martin Short's fame becomes I me. Mean, that's not even wacky because no, he's a planned. celebrity. No, that was a full that was on, all planned. Yeah. That was a full on show too. But something like really bizarre and wacky like that. Well, we want to see more of that. So hopefully, I mean, that's almost how Urinetown started. That was yeah. at the Fringe. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those little Fringe shows, that and then it played the ATA. Uh, oh. Ooh. So it seems we've only got six theatrical events happening this year. I think so far. So we're starting small and hopefully There's always time later on. But wait, we missed one. What was that? Which one? Chenoweth. Yeah, so, oh yeah, we started with that. Oh, that's right. Kristen Chenoweth at the Lundfontein. My love letter to Broadway. I wonder what she's going to sing. Okay. No, I mean, it'll be great, right? (laughs) It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be exactly what you think it is. I want her to have dancing boys, though. Kristen Chenoweth kind of went full Liza in, like, the second half of her career. Yes! You mean just like... Well, (laughs) yes. (laughs) But, like, also just kind of, like, giving cheesy shows and just, like... Like, sassy and, like... Oh, my God! Like, songs that nobody should sing and you're like, I'm on But, like, like, high soprano. Like so, like oh yeah, that's that was your high soprano. Yeah, Kevin has his hand up, which is great on a podcast. It really plays. (laughs) All right, what do we got next? We have ooh play revival. Who doesn't love a good and look at this list? Uh, So many. Okay, so a lot, and this is just the ones that have been announced. We've got the Cherry Orchard, which uh, my best friend Celia Kane Bolger is in, starring Diane Lane. And um, it's a new translation by Stephen Karam, who wrote The Humans. That's right. Oh my god. She's very excited about it. I had lunch with her the other day. And I kind of love Chekhov. Is that stupid for someone that loves musicals so much? Oh, no. No, um, no, no. I think it's... it's uh, yeah. <laughs> I, no, because I, I think so to wise. myself... So wise. I don't know a lot about Chekhov, but the people that I respect are like, well, it, once you get into it and you dig in, there is a lot there. I mean, it's yeah. really, But you got to see a good production of oh. it. That's the thing. Because I've read some bad translations, and I'm like, eh, I don't oh, get it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. if I get it, but I, I want to. I feel like bad Chekhov is like seeing a bad community theater of Into the Woods. Totally. Yes. You know, Into the Woods is really easy to do badly. Yeah. yeah. So. And Chekhov's the same way. Well, this yeah. one's going to be a good one. Maybe they I'm should excited. do those in rep uh, Into the Woods and Cherry Orchard with the same cast. Yeah. I think <laughs> that would do be it. right. Uh, Di- Diane Lane is the witch. The most talked about uh, revival so far this season, I feel like, is the front page. Look at this uh, cast. It's Look at the, of... Scott Rudin producing. Mm-hmm. Who is in this cast? Um, who isn't? Who yeah, isn't in this? Well, the three of us aren't, apparently. Well, I... It's Nathan Lane, John Slattery. John Goodman. Robert Morse. Holland Taylor. Holland Taylor. Hey, Jefferson Mays. Jefferson Mays. Jefferson Mays. And my and my new obsession, Micah Stock. 
I don't know. I don't know what that is. He was in It's Only a Play last year. Yeah. He was the young guy that nobody knew. Uh-huh. And I'm obsessed with him because okay. I think he's so damn good. Okay. Yeah. Have you, did you see It's Only a Play? Did you see It's Only a Play? I was told no. not to, so I didn't. You did not miss much <laughs> except for his performance and one monologue Stalker Channing had that was brilliant. Okay. Yeah. But he's great. And then Les Liaisons Dangereuses. Nice. Dangerous Liaisons. Which Dangerous is known liaisons. as Dangerous Liaisons or Cruel Intentions. Cruel Intentions. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't know. It is Ryan Phillippe's ass in this one, too. That's what I want to know. Oh, God, I'd love to see that. All right, this got really gay. So, no, danger- so Dangerous Liaisons, but with Liev Schreiber. And Janet McTeer. Janet McTeer. And oh, I remember? love Janet McTeer. Oh, so, so amazing. That Doll's House. Yeah, I was thinking of the Mary Stewart, but yeah. Oh. I did not see Doll's House, and I heard it was like the most brilliant performance. Yeah. Anyone had ever seen That was seen like in, in the lives. 90s. Yeah. Fantastic actress. Oh, okay. So, Dangerous Liaisons or Cruel Intentions. They've retitled it. <laughs> Burn this with our Jake Gyllenhaal. Right. And opening in a new Broadway theater, too. What's the new Broadway the theater? The Hudson Theater is back oh, in action. right. Where so is that located? The Hudson Theater is like, well, it's, a, it's like an event space right now. It's like on, what, 43rd or 44th? Yeah. On the, on the other side of the Broadway. It was, it's kind of like, it was kind of in a hotel almost, and yeah. they would have... Like I went to some party there. They used to have opening night parties yeah, no, there it was and like stuff. A, it's an really the, the stage is still there, and it was like a movie house, and it was a dance club in the eighties. And then this is the first time since like I don't know, like fifty years ago at least, that it's become a Broadway theater once again. I am so happy to see another theater, yeah, being added. And there's that other one that's being built by the Schuberts on uh, like on Eighth Avenue on and the same is, side as, as Hershey. Really? Theater. Yeah. I, I, isn't there? There's a brand new Broadway theater. I, well, can't I, they clean the ones they have first? <laughs> When I did Les Mis at the uh, at the Broadhurst, we actually had to call Equity, and I shouldn't be saying that, but we had to call Equity and have them uh, clean the theater because the dust was like two oh, inches on the windowsill. It was so oh, bad, and they had to come in and shut down. This is the biggest disappointment it. to all listeners. Broadway theaters are filthy backstage. That like dollar seventy five on your ticket just goes to what the patron seat. Yeah, it is yeah. filthy backstage. It's gotcha. gross. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, burn this, Jake Gyllenhaal, new theater. Gl- I love burn I- this too. What'd you say? I love that play, Bernie. I like, you know, I've I never read Lanford it. Wilson. Lanford yeah. Wilson's a huge favorite of mine. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to say this. I love that Jake Gyllenhaal is doing so much theater. It right? just makes me so happy. You know what? I have to say, I've worked with uh, some movie stars. No, but I've worked <laughs> with... I've been, like, I was in the second year of Cinderella, so we had a yeah. lot of TV people come some in. Some fun people. And Danny so Lips. many people would say, why is this so much fun? Because... When you are in TV and film, not that that isn't fun, but it's not the camaraderie, it's not the ensemble that yeah. you get. You go back to your trailer and then someone comes to get you. Right. And But in theater, it, you have to work together. Even if you're Rose and Gypsy, you know, you're working with a bunch of other people and you can't hide in your dressing room. You just... And people really get excited about that. And hopefully that's... I mean, other than the fact that on theater, you know, you're doing it live every night, which I really respond to, but... The idea of working as an ensemble and working with people night to night, I think really these movie TV stars really respond to it. It resonates with them, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think that's so wonderful. You know know what I would like to see is what they used to do in the 70s, which is they would also do regional theater as well, that it wasn't just celebrities coming to New York City. I thought you were going to say cocaine? Is that what they used to do in the 70s? (laughs) (laughs) It was the 80s, too. You know, Paul Lynn spent every summer in Ohio. Yeah. Doing theater, and I wish right. we, I wish Jake Gyllenhaal will do that next, but that's okay. Well, that's not the only thing he's been doing in Ohio. Tom <laughs> <laughs> oh. will be here all week. Um, and then, speaking of movie stars, Sally Field, yeah, and Glass Menagerie, another revival of. Speaking of Celia, yeah, it seems like, a little soon. Like, wait a minute, Celia was 
brilliant. She was so good in brilliant, that. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant she in that was production. So good in that. Brilliant. I cannot um, say it enough. Do we need another glass menagerie? I I'm mean, okay. You're okay with it? I'm really okay. No, I mean, like, I don't need to see another production of it. I mean, is it like, oh. is Amanda like such a role that like, we had Cherry Jones play? Is it like the Mama Rose yeah. where you're like, yes. like, oh, well, Sally Field's available? I'd, I'd like to see her, her play that. I, well, that's, and now you got Joe Mantello, uh, who hasn't been on stage in a little bit. I mean, he's, oh, he, he's, he's going to be Tom. Yeah, yeah. he's Tom. Oh. And then Sam Gold, who did Fun Home and is like a you know the, Fun, the, home? A, the a, Fun Home, the, Fun Home, Fun Home, <laughs> is like I'm like so the like Wisconsin I'm like Rose, version. the Rose. Ooh. <laughs> Back in St. Olaf, uh, but uh, but no, he's he's the director and and Scott Rudin's the producer. I I don't know. It's um, and then the price. Uh, yep, the, that's a roundabout. Uh, we got John Turturro, another you can yeah. say movie star, the night of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's a man. No, you're right. I haven't seen it yet. Is Jessica it great? Jessica Hecht and Tony Schaub. Um, I don't know much about the price. I know that's by Arthur Miller. It's that. one of his lesser known. Yeah, yeah. I saw it works. when it was last on Broadway. Did not care for it. You did see it. Wow. It, it's not the best. It's not all my sons. It's not a view from the bridge. I yeah. I love Arthur Miller. Me too. This yeah. one just. Rambles a little yeah, bit. That's I how feel. I felt. Huh. Yeah, but it, that last production, and I don't remember anybody that was in it. I just remember that there were chairs stuck to every piece of the stage. Oh, oh. I think it was Donnie and Marie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> if I remember cool. correctly, I'd see that. Yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> I'd see that. <laughs> the little foxes. Now, now the oh. little foxes. This is one of my favorite plays. Sure. Do you know the little foxes? Uh, I, I yes, you do. Ago, like you know the musical version of Regina. It. Yeah, I, I love Regina. It's not. I said musical. It's an opera, really. But mm. Mark Blitzstein. Uh, what's fascinating about to this <laughs> for me is it's Laura Linney, Cynthia Nixon. Are they switching the? It's they're they pulling play, a, a they true west roles on every you. Night. Like uh, they'll switch roles every night. They're doing a little true west action. A little true they're, west action. They're doing true west action. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they're both a little young for that role, right? I think so. Do I we just remember Cynthia them being Nixon's, younger? I don't know if she's like a spring chicken. Well, she's in what her fifth. 50s, early 50s? Is it just that we're getting older so I think we so. don't think that they're older? <laughs> That's probably But Stalker Channing did the last revival mm. of this, yeah. right? Um, mm. Lillian Hellman play, correct? <laughs> correct. Lillian Hellman. Yes, correct. sir. And then there was that bizarre production a couple of years ago that Evo Van Hoeve directed, yeah, that was at New York Theater Works. I don't think there were any I'm names sure there in was that. Probably, it was like, there was no set. It was white. It was they like, were, no, it was something weird like the whole time. <laughs> Mittens. No, it was like, they oh, were dressed as foxes. That's right. They were dressed as foxes, <laughs> which was actually pretty genius. And then Michael J. Fox came out and played a role. And you were like, wow, it's all full circle. But they were big foxes. They were so big that's foxes. Were no, it's the same one. Was this the one where they were, she was in a bathtub the whole time and she never moved? No, that's his streetcar. He did a streetcar where the whole play, Blanche was in a bathtub and never got out of the bathtub. Okay. I swear to God. From Otherwise start known to as finish. Rob Saturday Night. <laughs> <laughs> I've always depended oh on God. the kindness of strangers. That's so good. Oh, my God. Where's my head and shoulders? Oh, God. Um, then, okay, revival of a musical. This list seems so small. Compared to previous years, I don't know. I feel like they've had they've been only nominating three in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've slowed down on the revivals. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm fine with that. I mean, I it's love a, a good revival, but it's so spectrum, great to see good work, I, I new work say. come in. So, what do we got? We have Cats, yep, which, which is open, yep. which is already opened. Yep. Uh, have, has anybody seen it yet? 
Uh, unfortunately, not yet. Have you seen it yet? Fortunately, not yet. <laughs> I just don't care for cats. I have so many friends in it, and I know. I'm so excited for them. You know, I've never, uh, you know, it started. So many people were like, "Oh, I do Broadway because of Cats." When I saw it as a, you know, eight year old, I, I, I want to see what the fuss is about since I've yeah. never seen a production. Ever. I don't like that much makeup. Yeah. Um, I like- I've, I have a fear of clowns ah. and the cats and the band Kiss. You know, like, I don't like that much makeup. <laughs> freaks me. Although I really like RuPaul's Drag Race, that much makeup well, freaks me out. If you are going to see Cats, this is what I recommend for you. Find someone that has done a Broadway or touring production of Cats and ask them to tell you the story of Cats. I don't know if you've heard this, but there is this whole other storyline going on that they've created that the audience doesn't know about. Really? For example, five minutes before the show starts, McCavity... Demeter. Oh, oh. So every time they think McCavity's near, and they're like, McCavity, McCavity, a special hits Demeter, and she does this like crazy dance that I've just been. R-ed. And like, there's like so and so are brothers. There's a lot of lot in the. But uh, the first time I saw Cats, Jen Cody took me out to dinner and told me the story of Cats, and it made it so much more enjoyable because I was like, Oh, well, that's that. Okay, I'm seeing that. But like, and a regular audience wouldn't get it. So find out the story All of right. Cats before okay. you go. That's a great. I okay. am excited to see this, <laughs> even for the new choreography, because you know Jillian Lynn is on her yeah. choreography, and supposedly she was not very happy. She about was not that. too oh, pleased. No, 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 no. Was, not so pleased. It's like thirty yeah. percent. Yeah, Andy Blank and Miller yeah. yeah. update updated it or or sort of adapted it. They said. Uh, it's um, actually some stuff from Hamilton. Yeah. That they just do it with cat ears, and it's pretty good. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. Falsettos. Falsettos. A limited falsettos. run of falsettos at the Walter Kerr Theater. I love that show. I oh. cannot wait. I cannot wait. I love it. I, th- I love all the people in it. I think it's going to be delicious. You have a falsetto story, right? I have a... Um, when I... And I told Bill Finn this my first day of... My first day of spelling bee, because I came in the week before... Um, Preview started. Yeah. I came in during tech because that was an understudy in the original, in the original uh-huh. company. Is telling yeah. me, and I, I told him I said when I was fourteen, I grew up about in a suburb of Boston, and I really wanted to see falsettos when it toured through, and I didn't know how to tell my parents that, like they would always be like, well, what's that show about? We'll come with you, and I didn't want them to come, and I didn't know how to tell them what it was about, so I saved up money. I t- told them I was going to the library, and I like <laughs> took the regional train into Boston and saw it on my own. And I still have a program signed by Stephen Bogardis and um, Carolee Carmelo, who is playing Trina. And Greg Edelman was playing Marvin. And uh, Heather McRae was still in it. And it was, and Adam Heller was, um, was Mendel, who I've worked with. And I love Adam Heller. And it was, I was so happy I finally got to see that show. And Bill was really moved when I told him that story. But I love that show. Are you excited to see it again? Are you, are you going to see it again? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm leaving town in uh, early October, so I'm, fr- I'm going to have to see it in previews. One of my best friends, Courtney Ballin, is covering the women. Um, so I really want to see her, but the chances are I will right. yeah. Especially miss her. limited run. Yeah. Um, which I, I'm shocked that it's only going to play for so short a time. Hey, if people come, yeah. ex- I mean, they'll yeah. have to replace Christian because yeah. he's going to Charlie Chocolate, Chocolate Factory, Factory yeah. but like, I think... If they're making money, they'll extend that I thing. Hope so. Oh, I hope so. I really hope so. It's such a beautiful story. Oh. Uh, and then Miss Saigon. Wow, the heat is on in Saigon. It certainly is. I'm also excited for that. Yeah. I'm yes. sorry. That music is so good. Favorite I, song from Miss Saigon: American you Dream. You are sunlight <laughs> and oh, I yeah. moon. 
so pretty. Oh, oh. I listen to that. For, I listen to that CD. I mean, oh, like the, yes. I would be like, "How are you doing there, John Chris?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that God. CD is so funny. I get out of here. I mean, it kills me. The ad libs, like <laughs> and they're doing the, their American accents because they're oh. all British. Yeah, and like all survivors, <laughs> I once thought, and I'm like. But it's not. That was the first Broadway show I ever saw. Me too. And it's not lost on me that when I was in Cinderella for a year, I was in that theater. Oh, you know, and it like that was my first Broadway show. So cool. That's really cool. Have you ever played Chris? No, God, no. Kim Badoy, (laughs) one of those. Yeah. Okay, great. I was Gigi Vantran. (laughs) Um, I love that. Like she wins. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not a sexy (laughs) sock. All right. Well, we're excited for Miss Saigon. I cannot we're wait to see your Broadway debut. <laughs> oh man, how's that? So Miss Saigon, and then and oh then, my of course, gosh, the most talked about one opening on four twenty. <laughs> no, it isn't. Hello, Dolly. Opening on four twenty. What a great way to get. Wait, that's you. opening night. Yeah, that's that's what oh. this yeah, says, April right? Twentieth. So, hello, Dolly. Let's talk about this for a little bit because it's Just been talked leave about. Leave everything for- to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were we've been Is- hearing that they're. Um, they're not doing the Michael Stewart script as originally written. Right. And they're pulling from Thornton Wilder's The Matchmaker, the play, a little from the movie. And the, I have to say, the, the musical's actually pretty loyal to The Matchmaker. Yes. They just kind of edit stuff out. Right. They edit out a few characters, because when you have a musical, there's less time. Right. So I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. I hope the Stewart estate is okay right. with that. <laughs> I'm, I love this show. Mm-hmm. It's only been on Broadway with Carol Channing, right? Yeah. It's, she's never been apart from it. Um, and well, so, I mean, well, like Pearl Bailey. Yeah. And so. Oh, when sure, it, sure, and sure, And Ethel sure, Merman sure. famously played Dolly. Oh, yeah. Because back in the day, the star would take it on the road. So when Carol was on the road, other people came in. That's so but, cool. But an original production but like, that's yeah. not Carol and that's not based around her. Because uh, yeah. the last time Carol Channing played it was, what, 1995? She was like 96, She was 203, <laughs> actually. Oh, that's the one where Florence Lacey like, belts yeah. her ass yep. off yes. on Ribbons Down My Back and I am in favor. Yep. Yes. I mean, it's kind of wrong, but I'm still in but favor. It works. Now, they haven't announced the cast yet. Right. We, we know who's going to be in the cast. We will not some, say anything. Some, some, But we know but David Hyde Pierce. We know David Hyde Pierce. Yeah. We know Bette Midler. Oh, I love Bette Midler. And everyone else, I think, has not been announced yet. That's going to be good. Just you wait. Just you wait, Henry Higgins, because yeah. it's going to be epic. Um, I have heard a rumor that Miss Midler will be missing a few performances. Yeah, I hear she's doing six. She's okay. doing... She's only doing six performances and then she leaves entirely. (laughs) Bette Midler, six performances. Because she has to go work on Hocus Pocus, the musical, (laughs) which better be happening. And I've heard the list of uh, women being considered, and it's quite an epic list of people that are coming in. I mean, like, big, 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 big There was somebody, I shouldn't say this person's name, who is I'm a super fan of. And it just kind of didn't work out contractually, so she dropped out of the running. So now they're... Oh, I can't wait. I wonder who... Yeah. So get ready. Oh. Get ready. I'm just going to say it. I can't hide it any longer. Do it. It's Priscilla Barnes from Three's Company. Oh, my God. Oh, they're gonna say Joyce Dewitt. I mean, no, no, I told you I wouldn't make Wait. any more Joyce Dewitt oh, jokes. Terry, Shoot. are you talking Terry? Terry from Three's Company <laughs> is coming in. I love Three's Company. I so so do I, and I think she's going to be wonderful. It's and only second to the Facts of Life. It's well, actually terrible, but so enjoyable. Like watch it now; it's terrible. Yeah. We so enjoyable. We Sorry. want Charlotte Ray for this podcast so badly. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We want Mrs. Garrett so I bad. I saw her in LA a couple of years ago, and she is rather feeble looking. I. <laughs> so it's just not, not, not the best? I don't. I, I don't know if you'll be able to fly her in for your podcast. I don't know if she travels much. Ah, She's also, she has to be like four foot five right now. She's so tiny. Mm. Maybe I can put her in my pocket at LAX and not have to pay there for you the plane ticket. There you go. She does, you should YouTube this. She does the best rendition of Yes from 70 Girls 70 you'll mm-hmm. ever see in your life. Todd is trying not to laugh right now. Oh, I, I love it. 70 Girls. It I just listened to it the other day, actually. But have you seen Charlotte Ray? Tootie, say yes. Yes, 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 was actually like the secondary opening number for And the World Goes Round. But it's just because the recording they have, oh. they didn't record the whole show. There's quite a bit they didn't record. Oh, I didn't know that. And I think it's because it wasn't digital, so they had to like condense mm. it down. Mm. You know, kind of why the Dream Girls had to like fit onto a record. Totally. But... That arrangement of yes is so wonderful and terrible. Like, it's so <laughs> cheesy. So when I did, uh, and the world goes around in, in Summerstock in a barn, um, <laughs> nice. like you when do. I was like 20 years old, we would go, say gay, gay, because it was just so <laughs> cheesy. Speaking of cheesy, same barn where the Osmonds oh, performed in great. chapter two. Oh, my God. It's quite lovely. Wonderful. I don't know any new play. I could have said Shape of Things. <laughs> like Same Time Next Year? <laughs> That's I love Same Time Next Year. There's a musical version of Same Time no, Next Year. Really? Yeah. And I want to get my hands on like a demo or a recording of it so badly. So if anybody has it, let me know. Do you know what I just got demos of? What? The Over and Over and the, the Skin of Our Teeth oh, stuff. I saw Skin of Our Teeth at Westport. How You're was talking it? about the Candor right? I honestly haven't even listened to them oh, yet, I but got, I, I got like a so few of curious. the Candor <gasps> things. Nice. Oh, I need a full report. Be nice to me. Maybe oh I got a copy. So those are our revivals. Cats, Falsettos, Miss Saigon, Hello Dolly, and now new plays. Yeah. New plays coming in. This is interesting. So a couple of these on our list are a little interesting. Jitney, which is the only August Wilson play that's never been on that's Broadway. Right. That's right. Oh. So this is very exciting. Yeah. It was the first play that he wrote in the Decology. So this yeah. is going to be very exciting to see. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I love it. I love it. So name some of these others, Kevin. What else do we well, have here? I, I'm curious. I'm really fascinated by The Encounter, uh, this one-man show that played in London. Um, I don't know a thing about it. Uh, yeah, well, it's it, British, so we know the critics are going to yeah. love it. <laughs> it's uh, a Simon McBurney, um, and the audience is given headphones, and it is a 3D sound effect thing, and he directed it, performed in it, and conceived in it. And it's basically a, a National Geographic photographer lost in Brazil. And uh, the Can I get of, tickets to Alton Brown? Like... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm a little bit out. No, it's. it's I mean, it's probably it's amazing, and I'm being really an idiot. Wild and really out there. Okay. And I'm. I mean, I don't know. I think it's it's kind of fascinating. All right. You've got um, Heisenberg. This is the. Um, this is Mary Louise Parker. This is Mary Louise Parker. It's a two-hander oh. with Mary Louise Parker and the guy named Dennis Arndt. Uh, the guy who wrote Curious Incident wrote this. Book, oh, right? okay. Um, I'm on board. Does she does she go hour out at? <laughs> It's a what? It's takes place at the a train queen station. of the ellipses. Kisses, Mary Louise Parker. She kisses Parker. an older man on, on the neck, and then some. I don't know. Their lives are changed forever. She kisses a stranger on the neck, and isn't then, Heisenberg the name of the his fake name in Breaking Bad? Yes. Did either yes. of you watch that? Yes, oh, okay. it is. I, I didn't watch Breaking Bad, but one. I know. Yeah, that was like sure his. That was his fake name. To the, yeah. yeah. All right. Huh. Is he the old? Is Brian Cranston in this? <laughs> Because then I'll go see it. Yeah. So wait, she kisses an old man on the neck? Yeah, like on the neck of the train station, and then like their lives are changed forever. Is this Prelude to a Kiss? Yeah. Do you remember that play? <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Is. Totally. Or Sliding I, Doors. I got a... Oh, re- oh. Yeah. What is the present? All right, so this is a this is a play um, that Kate Blanchett is in, uh, and it's Ooh, it, everyone, it got everyone involved. It's their Broadway debut, including her. She's never been on Broadway before, uh, and it's this. Oh. There's a theater, uh, Sydney Theater Company production. So they did this. And she does a lot of theater in Sydney, um, and they're bringing the entire company from that wow. uh, production. I wonder what. The... And it's a Chekhov. It's it's a Chekhov play that's newly discovered in 1920, oh. and um, it. Yeah, and they're uh, it's a new translation, and um, so this I, is like an, a, a lovely Australian wrapped present. We don't know what's inside. We have, we have, we have very little to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. There you go. Great. There you go. Were you ever a salesman? Did you ever sell stuff at the mall? No. You sound like <laughs> <laughs> you made something so boring sound so beautiful. It's <laughs> not boring. <laughs> I wanted to buy Do you it. like that I was offended? That yeah, I'm like, no. Yeah, I work no. at the Manhattan Mall in Sephora. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that maybe was a day job at one point oh, in your goodness. past life. Um, oh. And then we have the Significant Other. This is a transfer of Off-Broadway show. I loved this show. Oh, I haven't so seen it. much. We finally got Well, Lindsay Mendes is a great friend of mine. She's in it. And yep. Gideon Glick That's gives right. the performance oh, of a lifetime in this show. Amazing. And it is just so true. Mm. Um... I think it's by the guy that wrote Bad Jews. Yeah, Am I making correct. that Joshua, up? Joshua Herman. Um, yeah. And it's rather autobiographical. Uh-huh. And it's about a, a gay man and his three best girlfriends. And they, one by one, kind of marry off uh-huh. until he's... And I... So I went to see Lindsay in it. And I brought a friend of mine. And it hit home so hard for me that, like, at intermission, I was like... <gasps> and my friend was like, do we need to leave? Should we get out of here? <laughs> and Lindsay came out after. And she was like, oh. I maybe should have told you what it was about. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it wrecked well, oh, I'm me. excited. I thought it was really special. Oh, and Bad special. Jews was brilliant. And this is only the second time that um, Roundabout has transferred one of their plays to the broad, like, you know, for a commercial run. The Cumans was the other one. Really? So this is only the second time that they've oh. In their whole history. Because a lot of times they'll just extend the run, they'll, they'll, but they'll keep it at the American because Airlines this Theater. Because yeah. this is at a separate theater. I forget what theater it's at. I have it written down. This isn't, and it's not a Roundabout production anymore. It's now a commercial right, it's production. Commercial, wow. I'm sure they get paid for it. Good for right, them. But, you know, um, Congratulations. Yeah. Roundabout got to get paid. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we talked about Jitney. Uh, Oslo, which Oslo, I hear is getting great reviews. And that's going to be playing at Lincoln Center, and their theater is empty right now. That's the only show slated to play there. Oh. Um, and in that's that big theater. In the Jefferson Mays is in that, right? So he's going to have to do the front page and then, and then run jet. over. That's right. Daniel Jenkins, uh, Jennifer um, Ely. Oh, Jennifer Ely. Ely. And yeah. Bart oh. Shears directing it. Yeah. And it's about what, the Palestinian conflict? Yeah, the or Israel? Israel-Palestinian meetings. I read an article High about this talks. where the... 
it's all like a very true story that was very secretive. Yeah. And two people involved, the, this man and wife somehow involved in this, years later just went to this writer that they met and they said, we have a story for you. And they kind of just told it, and wow. that's what this play that's is. That's amazing. Well, that's it's cool. supposed to be really great. Yeah. It's supposed to be, it's, um, you know, sometimes the Lincoln Center, you, they'll, they, you can get the like study guide beforehand. Yeah. Yes, totally. Yeah. I hear it helps to do that, uh-huh. to okay. like read that a little bit. Just get some there was some, There was some Tom Stoppard play, The Invention of Love, like where everyone. I was <laughs> so happy that I read that damn study guide beforehand because I was like, I want to know what the crap was happening. Mm. I don't think this is that dense, but I hear it helps. Yeah, okay. Ooh. I'm looking forward to that. Challenge yourself. Be smart. Yeah. I was the same smart way on goers. Thoroughly Modern Millie. <laughs> <laughs> I, needed, I needed that dramaturgical <laughs> packet. <laughs> You're an what? idiot. <laughs> what oh is this jazz god. age? <laughs> oh god! And then our big oh thing are musicals. We got a lot this year. We got a you know, that's, what? and that's just been announced. I mean, there's some that are looking for theaters. There's yeah. some that are you know hovering that are in the, you know waiting to land. But what a cool thing that shows are actually backed up waiting for theaters because the theaters are filled. Do you know why? Why? It's the new way they're raising money. Tell us about this. So when you want to invest in a show. You, you, no, I mean, I still think you can do this. You can just invest in a show. But now there's this way where they kind of diversify your investment. So if I wanted to invest $20,000, they would say, okay, we're going to take 10,000 10, $10, of those dollars and put it in this kind of surefire hit. Then we'll take 7,000 and put it in this like somewhat risky medium hit. And then we'll take 3,000 and put it in this really risky venture. And it's why sometimes these smaller shows that seem kind of unlikely are making it to Broadway. Wow. Which is fascinating. I think it's a good thing. I don't know. Yeah, well, if, but, if things are coming to Broadway that normally wouldn't have a chance, yeah. I think that is a good thing as long as they yeah, are because you look back at like the 70s and you're like, like Good Time Charlie and you're like, how did these things get totally. to Broadway? Yeah. Totally. But that's, yeah. so, that's so interesting. Well, we're going to see that on, the, on this list. Let sure. me ask you a question because we talked about this on a previous podcast. It seems like after last season... Uh, everyone was saying, well, we're now in a new golden age of Broadway. We're in a second golden age. Do you think that we're in a golden age? I, I don't believe it's a second golden age. I think it's really important that Hamilton has like kind of invaded the pop culture everywhere. Yeah. That they make jokes about it on regular TV shows. That like yeah. It's referenced everywhere. That it's, is important. Musical theater is But what cool I again. will say is... No other musicals other than Waitress survived last season. Mm. So, I, and maybe that's how it was in the golden age. Maybe My Fair Lady was such a juggernaut that everything else was kind of falling, falling away because of it. I mean, I, I don't really know. But I also don't think theater had ever really died. My personal opinion was the 90s, the late 80s and the 90s were a big dip for us because of the AIDS crisis. Yes. Because we lost... All those people that were studying under Jerome Robbins and Bob Fosse and Michael Bennett, all these people that were going to be our next big director choreographers, we lost them. So we kind of had no one to pick up the torch. And now we've created all these new people that, you know, there was a break in the chain. And so things were weak for a little while. And, uh, you know, there's that Sunset Boulevard year where there was no other score to nominate because it was the only the only thing to nominate. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think things are picking up again, and I think that's great. So here we go. Here's our list of, of new ones that are coming in. These are ones that have theaters confirmed, at least, if nothing else. We have Paramore, 
which is our Cirque du Soleil show. But which that, I open, heard, but, I heard it opened and now it's shutting down and they're retooling. That's it. right, they just yes. did last week. So it's like the Scarlet Pimpernel 2.0 kind of like how they kept <laughs> shutting it down and reopening it. Go it's playing at the what's now called the Lyric Theater. Which is massive, huge. Yeah, I mean like massive. nothing, nothing plays there well. Um, Holiday Inn. Oh, the Irving Berlin musical. The, Irving, yeah. the, the new Irving, Irving, the new Irving Berlin musical. Berlin musical. I think that's the he literally title. came back from the and, dead. <laughs> And that made a that made a trip around the regions a little bit. It um, did, yeah. My friend Chad Hodge wrote the book. Oh, nice! Um, Fabulous. He's got that new TV show starring Lady Mary from Downton Abbey. Bad behavior. Good. Ooh. Good behavior. Good behavior. Nope. Nice. Good behavior. Good behavior. Um, um, he's a great guy, and I have a lot of friends in it, and I really wish yeah. it well. Yeah, me too. It seems really fun. I like I, a good throwback music. I was with me Megan. Too. I was with Megan Sakura, who's one of the leads in yeah. it for Labor Day. And she's really excited that about it. And she said the audiences are really responding. Fabulous. So. Fabulous. Because they're, they're in previews now. I love now. a good song and dance show. Sure. Know. Natasha Pierre yeah. and the Great Comet of 1812. Yeah, lots of buzz on that one. I, I like mean. to call that show Natasha Leone and the Great Muppet Caper of 1812. <laughs> <laughs> I will gladly buy tickets for that. Yeah, I want to see that <laughs> one. Natasha Leone and oh, the yeah. Great Muppet Caper. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to veer really quickly. Do you think The Great Muppet Caper is the best Muppet movie ever made? Don't. I, those, the first three are the best. Yes. The Muppets Take Manhattan really had my heart as a yep. kid. Me too. Um, the Muppet movie's truly weird, but awesome, yeah. but truly weird. And a, a little bit dark and then super, like almost like they were on drugs, weird. Yeah. Great Muppet Caper is truly one of the funniest films ever made. It is so crazy and thing in a way that you didn't get it when you were a kid. No. Yeah, no, Watch it now. It is so funny. And those numbers are good. So good. They're very good. How Charles Grodin did not get an Academy Award. <laughs> or Diana Rigg. My or jewels. Rigg. Oh, my jewels. <laughs> I still, every time lights turn off and on. My jewels. <laughs> <laughs> a Bronx oh, Tale directed by the great director-choreographer Robert De Niro. <laughs> Which I, I was truly shocked when I saw his name. I didn't realize that he was co-directing with Jerry Sand. Yeah, apparently, apparently. Did anybody see it in Paper Mill? I did no, not. No, did I you? heard it was quite good. Oh, good. I heard and it was... It's Alan Menken. And who wrote the lyrics? Is it Glenn Slater? Glenn Slater, Slater yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. love Glenn. And it's got a doo-wop score. And Jerry Zach's directing my, it. And, my yeah. friend, my, a kid that I taught that graduated from Michigan two years ago, Bobby Conti Thornton is playing the lead in it. Good for him. So he's like 23, 24 years wow. old. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah. I, it's all based on tr- it's a true story. I mean, Chaz Palmateri. Yeah, it was his, his, was his based one on man his, show. Yeah. And then, but it's about his life growing up in Manhattan in the '60s. I believe. In the Bronx. Uh, in the Bronx. Oh, uh, duh. Hello, Kevin. <laughs> and I'll see you guys later. Bye. Are you Mr. De Niro's dramaturg? <laughs> and then oh, talk about a show that got a lot of buzz last year. Dear oh, Evan Hansen. Yeah. Did not see. Did I didn't see it. See it. Pascal Paul are great friends of mine, yeah. and boy, I, they're good. I'm so happy for them. It's, they they're, write. I know that they write incredible music. I, I'm, I, every time I have their music to play on the piano, I'm always like, "This uh-huh. is amazing. This is incredible." They're, song and they're writing. Michigan kids too. That's right, like you. And I, um, the first time I, I put together the showcase at Michigan every year, and my first year doing it was their class, and they decided they didn't want to perform anymore. But Benj said, "He's like, you're a big musical theater nerd, right?" And I said, "Yeah." And we became buddies, and he said, "Will you just make me mixes of?" what you think are some like incredible musical theater songs. He's like, because I want to write and I don't know enough. And that's what I was like, oh my God, you have the guts to put your stuff out there, but you have the wisdom to know that you don't know it all. That's brilliant. And, that's wonderful. You know, I'm... Well, it's working. I yeah, mean, they're so great. I'm so proud of them. Yeah. The show is supposed to be extraordinary. The, 
the um, controversy here is that for some reason the drama desk almost ignored the show. Yeah. Why was that? I don't know. They nominated for just lyrics, but it was the best reviewed musical of last season, other That's than right. a little show called Hamilton. But like, yeah. the reviews it, were glowing. Yeah. Glowing, and everybody glowing. I know that saw it, like, it wrecked them. I'm very excited it, for them. Yeah. Well, I hear it's a life changing experience. Yeah. So, congratulations, guys. Then, in transit, which you know. I know a little bit about because my first show in New York City was a theater works. Was out transit. Uh, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Boo, sorry. No. It was 2000. Picture it. 2002 or 2003. Uh, and it was a musical written by Kristen uh, Anderson at the time. It was Kristen Anderson Lopez married to Bobby Lopez. Uh, and James Allen Ford. And then these two other writers. But they wrote this acapella musical called Telltale Heart and Other Classics. Oh, and, sure. And they. <laughs> no, I'm really. They, oh, really? Oh. And they. Um, and, but. Uh, so they. But I knew this piece. It's all acapella. So the, this intra- that's what they do. They were an acapella group at the time. This yeah. Is like Twelve years ago, and then they they wrote musicals as an acapella group. And so this is this this show in transit though has had a gestation period of quite some time. Oh you know? yes, you know? I saw so, a reading at the York probably in two thousand one. Oh my god! And to yeah. tell you how old it is, there was a song that has never left me that went. The one and the nine, the N and the R, da 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 da, da any That's train, when, any car. When we had a nine when train. When we had a nine train, ah. yeah. That, uh, well, there's something to be said about that, you know, staying with it and uh, how long it takes for musicals yeah. to get produced, you know. Uh, I think it's fantastic. It's getting great done people in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I cannot wait to see it. Yeah. I then a show that I'm really fascinated with, Come From Away. You know, and one of our colleagues at uh, the New York Film Academy we just saw it, and he said it was absolutely incredible in Washington. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm, I know very little about it. I know the plot that it's about these passengers stranded on during 9/11 up in in Canada. Yeah, um, this and they all fishing met, town. Yeah, you know, at this small sleepy fishing town. And I don't really know that anything. Well, it was that, uh, that, that sleepy fishing. Did you see it? I saw it. Oh, tell oh, you it's, talk. It's, you it's talk. Absolutely beautiful. No, no. That's yeah. all I'm going to say is that it's absolutely beautiful. Um, it deals with the tragedy in such a delicate way. It's very humanizing, and I think it's going to have the biggest heart of all the wow. musicals you're going to see this What's this season. What's the music like? I, I feel like I know nothing about these writers. Uh, neither do They're I. Like a husband and wife Canadian team. Yeah, or something like that? neither yeah. do I. But the music is really lovely, and I want to give a shout out because the people producing it are Sue Frost and Randy Adams from Junkyard Ju- Dog. Junkyard Dog, whose mission it is as producers is only to produce new works. Yeah, oh, they did thank first you. date. They did this. Um, I've known them for. Memphis. I've known them for well, quite some time, and God bless them. I think what they're doing producing-wise is very smart because they have an unknown show by unknown writers with no stars in it. Yeah. So they have pl- they're playing theaters around the country and develop and like racking in all these rave reviews. They're going to go play Toronto. They're going to go do a concert in, it's like Newfoundland, one of the yeah. islands off of... Yeah, Newfoundland, yeah. yeah. Um, and they're going to go do a concert there for the people. So when they come into New York, there's already a great amount of buzz around it. Smart. Because when you you open, like, you open, say, An Amazing Grace with no, like, yeah. bankable stars. Yeah. Not that Josh Young isn't a star, but, like, no, no bankable stars no. in it. Who's going to go see that yeah. show, yeah. right? And it's too bad. I wish yeah. everybody would just say, like, let's go see let's everything. Go, yeah. yeah. But I think they're they're they're... Producing it very smartly. Good for them. Yeah. And then our big juggernaut coming in from the UK. Charlie and the Chocolate Charlie Factory. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory yeah. with... Christian Borle. Man, he's got quite the season. Going from falsettos into, yeah. into Charlie. I mean, who better to play Willy Wonka? I mean, like, he, I feel like he's... Yeah, yeah he's great. I mean, like, he's such a creative comedian. Did, um, did anyone see it in London? Has no. anyone seen it in the... Well, I heard it's changed quite a bit. Yes. I hear they actually shut it down in London. 
Oh. Um, yeah. There was some retooling involved, And I know I it's a new director. There's and a new Mark director. Shaman and Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman are, have you know, enhanced yeah. the score. But do we know... So is it the Leslie Burkis music? And there they, is. They are credited. So the, I'm sure that they oh. have... You know, they're, they're going to use like the probably the famous songs from... The good songs from Candy the movie. Man, pure you know? Imagination. <laughs> yeah. Pure. yeah. Pure. Barbara Streisand does Pure Imagination with Seth MacFarlane Liar. on her new album oh. called Encore. That's all I'm saying. Oh. Um, but oh, do we know anybody else who's in this cast? No, in, I don't besides think so. Christian Borel? Well, I don't think they've been officially announced. I yeah. know they've done um, developmental Great. steps with it. I just want a really good Grandpa Joe. <laughs> That's really important to me. All I know is yeah. I couldn't get an audition for Augustus Gloop, and I was really mad about Aww. it. Those sons of bitches. Right? Sons of bitches. What do they know? And uh-huh. then, coming in from, what, Connecticut? Yeah, is that where Hartford. It was? Hartford? Yeah, it was at Hartford. Anastasia. Yeah, Flaherty and Aaron's back on Broadway. One step at a time, baby. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez Louise. This is, this is exciting. Anyone yeah. hear anything about this production and know what's going on? I didn't hear much about it out there. Um, but it got great reviews. I know that the the what's his name is, doesn't exist in it. You know the bad guy, the Rasputin. Yeah, that that sort of what storyline is is not as present. There's no Rasputin. I think they they try to tell the story more as of her yeah her journey to the to past, the past, if you will. <laughs> Before we went on the air, I just want to bring this up to our listeners as well. We were talking about journey to the past, mm-hmm. and I think melodically it's very similar to the Hill Street Blues TV theme song. I don't know if that's the if case. If you or have not. any listeners that remember Hill Street Blues, I, I I'm thrilled. But I agree, it does sound like Hill Street Blues. Thank you. I just needed some validation. TV theme songs come up a lot on this this podcast. Yeah, I, like I really don't have that much of a life. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. I'm trying to learn the Roper's theme oh, song gosh. for everybody. Now, wait a minute. These are just the musicals that have been confirmed for theaters. We're, there are Correct. musicals, like you said, circling, yeah. waiting. There's there, Bandstand. Bandstand is, is There's SpongeBob. Out. SpongeBob. That's right. I hear Groundhog Day. Oh, yeah. that's was right. That's the dimension, you know, the, who did Matilda, who I think... It's well, because be they, like, lost their producer here, yeah. and then they opened... Yeah. And, and into great reviews in London. That's right. So. That's right. Uh, remember the the Gotta Dance show that's now called Halftime. Uh, Halftime. That was with like Andre DeShields and uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the new Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Amelie. Amelie. That's right. There's also. I mean, it may not come in this season, but there's the prom that's happening at Alliance the, that I hear is my, great. Yes, that's uh, right. Which one? Which one is it? The prom. The prom. Oh, the prom. I hear is. Mm. Like amazing. But amazing. I feel like they might just hold off because the season's so packed already. Yeah. It's yeah. a really packed season. Um, and then also, it just got announced recently, uh, Marvin's Room. Oh, that's the play. The revi- that, uh, there's a revival of Marvin's oh, Room. I was like, please don't tell me they're making a I music. That's, no. that's, uh, opens, Marv. <laughs> I believe it opens after May 31st, so it might be considered next Oh, season. really? Okay, I did yeah, not know that. It's part of the roundabout season or whatever. Um, and then there's also the possibility that some revivals that have been circling around might be coming in, or oh. they might try to expedite them. Like what? There's a, there's a rumor that Whorehouse is... Oh, the Christian Channel with Whorehouse? Yeah, is now on a fast track. Oh. Um, and yeah. I heard that in the workshop, she did sing I Will Always Love You, which is in the movie, movie? but not in oh. the stage version. So I'm very excited. Uh, Frozen? Is Frozen's, Frozen's going to be coming in much later, right? Well, they lost, they let go of their director, so yeah. who knows yeah. what they're doing now. Like a lot of and also waiting on things like... King Kong. Yeah, the Jason Robert Brown retool. Marshall Norman is, uh, yeah. yeah, Magic Mike. Uh, Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. 
Diner. I'd like to see Baz Luhrmann do a, a musical on Broadway. I, I, I'd like that. Okay. I, I think that's, okay. <laughs> okay. No, I'm yeah, sure. Strictly ballroom. I mean, they, they they've been working well, on wasn't that. Wasn't wasn't that La Boheme? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was basically a full well, opera. I mean, I would like to see like a, a entertaining musical theater. I sure there's a Donna show. Summer jukebox thing that apparently had a workshop. See, now this is when I can't tell if you're joking. No, or I'm, not. I'm, no, okay. I'm serious. <laughs> Des Makinoff, who directed Jersey Boys, just did this Donna Summer workshop, wow. and apparently it's quite good. And then this maybe this Pat Bennett. Musical oh, might be coming our like, way, yeah. That could be too. Fun. So there's a lot of good stuff coming. A lot of good things to look forward to. Um, what do you? So out of all these things we just talked about, what's the one that you're looking forward to the most, oh. Kevin? Paul Settos. Great, Todd. I'm, I'm going to give it a tie of uh, Dear Evan Hansen and Come From Away. Oh, oh nice. nice. I'm on uh, front page yeah. for plays, yeah. and then uh, Dear Evan Hansen. Really, yeah. really want to see that. Yeah. Nice. What an exciting season this yeah. is going to be. And the three of us will get to sit in the audiences of all of them. And we'll get press tickets because of this podcast, right? Amen. Amen. Absol- absolutely. <laughs> and by press tickets, you mean going, me going on TDF every day. Going, or me being like, hey, Tony voter friends. <laughs> Don't you need a plus one? Don't you need I a mean, plus all one? my Tony voter friends, like, th- like their friends almost got in fistfights over their Hamilton oh, tickets. Yeah. So. Oh, I can't even imagine. <laughs> I'm going on Sunday. What? Yeah, we've had tickets for over a year. Uh, have you seen it? Mm-hmm. I got standing room. That's the way to go because nice to get you can get forty dollars standing room through someone in the cast. That's oh, the right. only way to get the yeah. standing room tickets. Really? I their company manager was uh, my company manager on Cinderella, and I love 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 him. And I wrote him, and he said it's actually easier to go through the cast than to come to me. Wow! Wow! All right then. So what's next for you, Todd? Uh, I'm gonna go do well. I'm uh, Kevin and I are doing this production of Spelling Bee at the New York Film Academy, and then on October 10th I go down to the Asalo in Florida to do Guys and Dolls, directed nice. by Josh Rhodes, who we love, love, oh, love. Oh yeah, oh he's great. Um, it's a co-pro. We're gonna go to uh, the Old Globe uh, in 2017. Fantastic. Yeah. Mazel tov. It'll be my fourth Guys and Dolls. Yay. Nicely, nicely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I've awesome. always I I played nicely in three of them. Of my guys and dolls, and then in the same barn that I did in the world goes round in, I played Nathan, but sang "Sit Down, You Rock in the Boat" because they didn't hire a tenor for Nicely. So he said, "Well, now I hear testimony from Brother Nicely, Nicely Johnson." He said, "How about you?" And I said, "Okay." And I sang. This song. I love that. Why not? You got everything then. You got all the good parts. I mean, like, <laughs> but I was so because like I had done nonsense, amen, in the world goes round, and then I was like, oh, at least in guys and dolls, all I have to do is talk. I was like, it was a vocally exhausting summer, and they were like, so now you have the big number. And I'm like, wow. (laughs) I just want to have a drink. Is there a video of this somewhere? No. Oh, man. I hope not. If you have video footage. Do you know Erin McGuire? Yeah. yeah. She was Adelaide when I did that. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How cool. How cool. Uh, Well, break legs, going to Florida, and then going to San Diego. Uh, And then we'll see you on Broadway in the Guys and Dolls Revival, right? Sure. Because the last one left such a great taste in everybody's Ooh. mouth for guys and all. So. You know when everybody walks out the door saying, well, Benny, South Street was good, <laughs> then you have a problem. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org, because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.